97.9 The Hill and Chapelboro.com present today's business with Sharon Hill. Listen as Sharon Hill discusses trending topics in today's business world with entrepreneurs and leaders in our community and what they're doing to provide innovation and guidance for success. Find this and all episodes at WCHL's website, Chapelboro.com. Now, today's business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Thank you so much for joining the show. My friends, you are really in for a treat today. I have with me today Bruce and Sarah Vance, who are the owners of Town and Country Cleaning. Friends, Bruce is internationally known instructor from the IICRC. Now, that stands for Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration Certification. He is the real deal. My friends, we're here today to talk about the coronavirus. Bruce and Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's my pleasure. What we're going to do today, which is different than the normal show, Bruce has a list of things he wants to talk about, friends, and I'm going to turn it over to Bruce, and if he has questions as we go, Sarah and I may jump in just to interrupt with questions, but just know you're really hearing the real deal today. Bruce, take away. What do we need to know about the coronavirus? Uh, one thing let me say in the beginning is that uh, this is a, a evolving situation. What we thought we knew uh, last month may, is not necessarily uh, what we know now and what we'll know in a couple of months as we get a better handle on it will change. Uh, first thing is, how is this spread? And as far as we know now, and I'm using the CDC here, by the way, and the CDC.gov is a great website for you to get good information. There's a lot of bad information out there, and you have to be very careful where you're getting your information. Uh, Person-to-person is the biggest one right now. Droplets, when you sneeze, when you talk, whatever, they can go out four to six feet. So... If you are within four to six feet, the droplets themselves can land on you. If you're touching somebody, you're sleeping with them, these are all person-to-person contacts. The CDC at this point thinks that is the major uh, method of, of transmission. The second method of transmission is touching surfaces that have been infected. Now, if again, if you sneeze and you sneeze onto a table, that is now infected. One of the que- and then if you pick up, you know, you touch that, you start touching your face. Uh, you can you can have a method of entry of the germ in through your mouth, your nose, your eyes. Bruce, yeah, I, that's a critical point. We always hear touching your face. You just clarified specifically touching your eyes, your nose, your mouth. If you just touch your cheek, that won't do it, right? Correct. Okay, thank you. The trouble is that we tend to wipe our eyes. We tend to yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard that it's up to 90 times a day that you touch your face. Whoa. So you've got to be very careful with that. Um, the next question, of course, is how long will it last on those surfaces? How long will it stay viable? The original her, uh, term we heard was nine days. And this came from the uh, Journal of Hospital Infection. Uh, was uh, done by studying previous viruses, not this virus. Um, It was published on uh, January 23rd of this year. The latest I've heard is that on metal surfaces, it'll only last about four hours. Uh Oh. So we're finding new information. This is what I mean by this is very much an evolving situation. On non-metal surfaces, we don't know. Oh. So... 
it probably does not have a long viability once it gets out of the body. But you know, I wouldn't count on it not having, uh, uh, not lasting a couple of days. Right. So, what is? How do we prevent this? Number one is hand washing. If you every time you touch something that could be uh, a problem, uh, you go to the bathroom. You're out in the in the uh, world. The more hand washing you can do, the better. You need to be washing your hands 20 to 30 seconds with soap and water. There is no proof out there. In fact, there are, pro- there are questions about problems of using a antibacterial soap. It works for surgeons with a very different protocol than we use in hand working, washing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to, uh, 30, uh, 20 to 30 seconds and then dry with a paper towel. You know, we all have these uh, nice cloth towels that we hang up in the bathroom, and everybody uh, washes their hand on it, and it stays wet all the time. Perfect place to breed germs. Wow. Uh, if you go into a restroom and they are, uh, uh, they've got the uh, air dryers, those forced air dryers, they pick up uh, germs from anywhere and soil anywhere in the bathroom and deposit them on your hands. Let me understand this. So you're telling me when I wash my hands for 20 to 30 seconds, I put my hands under that blow dryer, which I'm thinking is doing good because I'm not soiling rags or anything. It's worse than using a paper towel? It's much worse from a microbiology point of view. And this is one of those things where it's great for keeping down a restroom mess. Right. It's great for saving trees. Right. But it's not as good for preventing disease. <laughs> and we've got these trade-offs all over the place, by yes, the way. Yes. And it's, it's just one of the things that, you know, if, if in normal situations, it's probably not a big deal. If you're looking at something like this, it, it probably be. is. Okay. So, again, avoid washing, touching your face with unwashed hands. Bruce, let me ask you this. When you go into shopping malls, when you open any door, any door, is it possible that door could have the germ on it? Yes. Therefore, should we wear gloves? You could wear gloves, but the big thing is, again, don't touch your face because if you have gloves on, and you can get a full sense of security. We see this in the cleaning business all the time, where people put on gloves, they're now protected, and then they wipe their eyes with the, <laughs> with the glove. Okay. Does that include latex gloves? Latex and or nitrile. Nitrile are preferred. Bruce, tell the audience about how to remove those latex gloves. When you have your gloves, uh, you're ready to remove them. You grab the glove with uh, near the, to- uh, the, the top wrist. on the wrist. But on the outside, with your gloved hand, peel it back so it's pu- you pull it inside out. Then use the clean inside to peel off the other glove. Throw them away and then wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Got it. One time only. Okay. Yeah. One-time gloves are much better than to use a, uh, a reusable glove because it becomes contaminated very quickly. And then you've got to either figure out how you can clean it if you can or you're just passing contamination around. Bruce, let's stop there and take a break. And we come back, let's hear more that you have on your list to educate our audience about the coronavirus. All right? Very Thank good. Thank you. You're listening to 97.9 The Hill. My guests today are Bruce and Sarah Vance, who are the owners of Town and Country Cleaning. Reminder, Bruce is an internationally known instructor by the IICRC, which is the Institute of Inspection, 
Cleaning Restoration Certification. You want to stick with us. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's business focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill Carborough community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill. We are back. I hope you're enjoying everything you're hearing from my special guests today, Bruce and Sarah Vance, who are the owners of Town and Country Cleaning. Just so you know that Bruce is the real deal, he's an internationally known instructor by the IICRC which stands for Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, Restoration, and Certification. Please give us your contact information in case anybody wants to talk to you or meet you or, uh, or else. Well, our website is uh, cleanmychapelhillhouse.com, and my email is bruce at cleanmychapelhillhouse.com. Uh, our office phone number is 919-967-7592. Could you repeat that? 919-967-7592. Thank you, Bruce. Before we go back to your list, what about masks? Everybody wants to wear a mask. I hear masks are sold out. They're overpriced. Are those masks helpful at all, Bruce? The masks are not recommended by the CDC for people who are not sick. For people who are sick, if they have to go out into public, the mask can prevent uh, the uh, if they sneeze or cough or anything, it prevents the droplets from going out. From going out, okay. But it does not protect coming in. Ah. The biggest advantage of a mask, if you have it, is it might keep your hands out of your nose and mouth. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but other than that, no. In okay. fact, the, what you bring up there is the fact that everything is sold out. And that is a problem that we're all having because I was at uh, Sam's yesterday and there were no disinfectants on the entire shelves. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is a problem that we're having in handling the cleaning, which we get into. Uh, for for normal, if it's low risk, no uh, uh, nobody's sick in the house, standard cleaning hygiene should be enough. Now, depending on what you're doing now may affect whether or not you need to step it up some. Uh, there's a big difference between if you're cleaning with microfiber or you're cleaning with cotton cloths. A uh, study that was done at the University of California, Davis, showed that with a, just water, a microfiber, and it was a mid-grade microfiber that was used, uh, is can remove 99% of the germs and dirt from a hard surface as opposed to 33% for cotton. So if you're using microfibers, now what we actually use is a hospital-grade uh, microfiber that has uh, been shown to remove 99.99 to 99.9999, which is equivalent to a disinfectant <laughs> yes. with just water, and actually has a built-in antimicrobial to prevent uh, growth in the cloth. Bruce, I noticed you didn't mention sponges. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on sponges? My thoughts on sponges, we used to use sponges, but they are such wonderful places to grow bacteria. We have gotten away from them, and what we use is a microfiber cloth that is a microfiber on one side and a nylon scrub uh, on the other side, which is as effective as a white sponge, which is the normal one to use, and can be laundered right along with uh -oh. our microfibers. Got it. Thank you. Now, that brings up the question of laundering. We've cleaned things. We've got uh, all kinds of junk in our uh, <laughs> cloths. Now, we've got to get it clean. 
And it's important for a cleaning company, of course, to make sure that they don't take germs from one house to another. Uh, when we clean, we use one. We use 160 degree water, oh, which will actually sanitize. It's a long cycle. It takes us forever. <laughs> but when, if you're cleaning at home, you want to use the hottest water you can. If you're worried about it, in cotton, use bleach. That's the best disinfectant in anything. Some of your microfibers can take bleach. It shortens their life. Some of the cheaper ones can't. Where can people find microfiber cloths? Are they selling out too? They're probably selling out. The best <laughs> cloths, in my opinion, and um, I don't get anything for this, is uh, the something called Perfect Clean out of California. They can be gotten on uh, by mail. Uh, they're about 18, if I'm, my memory's right, about $18 for a pack of five. Ooh, okay. And those are the hospital grade that I was talking about. And actually, if you put in the code TRIANGLE, you'll get 25% off. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and tell us again the name of that cloth, or the company, Perfect, Perfect Clean. Perfect Clean. Spelled the way it sounds, Perfect Clean. Per, yeah. Okay. And if you Google that, you'll, you'll get it. It should get you to this. Thank but you. But those are, those are probably the best on the market. All right. Um, now, the other thing we want to think about are what we call high touch points. These are the things that you touch all the time. These are going to be your main transmit, transmission points. One of the most important, obviously, is the door you enter the house in all the time because that's where your unwashed hands are going to touch. Mm -hmm. If you t uh, wipe those down and if you're, if you're using a good microfiber, you can do that with a normal um, uh, detergent. Okay. Um, if you're not, you may want to use a uh, disinfectant wipe. If there is a lot of, if the concern goes up, disinfectant wipes are useful there, if you can find them right now. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. You mentioned bleach earlier for washing the cloths. People are, isn't there a rumor that bleach can clear out all this micro, all this chorovinus everywhere? They said it wasn't true. What's the thoughts on bleach, in, period? Is that just a scare? <sighs> bleach is a very effective uh, disinfectant. Okay. When it's used properly. The uh, recommended is one to ten. Make sure bleach, bleach your to chlorine water. bleach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. One part bleach to ten parts water. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, like all disinfectants, it is uh, controlled by the EPA under the uh, Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act. Um, the problem with bleach is that it can damage a lot of surfaces. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, bleach is effective. If that's what you can find, it'll work. Uh, it can corrode metal surfaces. So if you're going on your doorknobs and using it very regularly, you may have some issues. That's one are. of the advantages of a, uh, a microfiber wipe, okay. I'm, or a, rather a uh, disinfectant wipe. Just, all right. Whatever you're doing, when you're using a disinfectant, remember two things. Number one, clean first. <laughs> These things are inactivated by soil. So if it looks like it's dirty, clean it first with a detergent or your microfiber oh. and water. Then up, read the label directions on the, uh, on the uh, disinfectant. When I do a class, I, I ask everybody, are you disinfecting bathrooms? Everybody puts their hand up. I say, how many, uh, what are you doing? Well, we spray it, we wipe it up. So you read the label directions. They say no. no. <laughs> I said, okay, you're not disinfecting. 
Shock. Bruce, I've got to hear the rest of this, but we need to take a break. This is fascinating information. Let's stand by and continue. We come back with our last segment. Thank you very much. You're listening to 97.9 The Hill. My guests today are Bruce and Sarah Vance, who are the owners of Town and Country Cleaning. Once again, Bruce is an internationally known instructor from the IICRC, which I explained earlier. Please stay with us. We will be right back. We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's business focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill Carborough community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill. Friends, we're back with Bruce and Sarah Vance. Bruce is the internationally known instructor for everything we're talking about. Bruce, for the sake of time, please continue with your story about disinfecting. Okay, we talked about the fact that... uh, People are, are uh, spraying the disinfectant cleaner, wiping it up, and they're saying they're disinfecting. They're not. If you read the label, it says you need to keep it wet from anywhere from 2 to 10 minutes. This may m- mean that you have to reapply the disinfectant to keep it wet. Otherwise, you're not disinfecting. Now, I used to just tell people, okay, don't say you're disinfecting. Say you're sanitizing. There we are. But I've seen several reports uh, recently that show that we may be having a lot more trouble than that caused by misuse of disinfectants. One out of the uh, National University of Ireland uh, showed that pseudomonas exposed to disinfectants improperly mixed or improper dwell time uh, became resistant to the disinfectant and more importantly became 240 times more resistant to the antibiotics they used to treat it even though they had never seen the antibiotic before. So whatever you do with disinfectants, read the label instructions. Got it. Now, special things you want to put your high touch. These are going to include things like your all your doorknobs. It's going to include your uh, light switches. It's going to include your toilet handle. It's going to include faucets, counters. Now, when you are using a, a wipe, let's say, or a cloth, uh, you use it once. So you do one doorknob, one side of the uh, wipe. Turn it over. Next doorknob, the other side of the wipe. Study was done at Northern Arizona University. By the third doorknob, you're adding, not subtracting germs. Wow. We fold our claws so that we get up to eight surfaces. Yeah, with a good microfiber. Ah, you fold it. Okay. Fold it, and you get eight surfaces out of it. Okay. So you don't end up uh, um, starting to move... uh, germs from one area yeah. to another. No good deeds shall go unpunished. <laughs> go ahead, Bruce. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, steam is also a useful uh, disinfectant. If it is a dry steam generator, your steam mops are not disinfectant devices. A steam mop. Oh, a steam mop. Okay. They don't get enough temperature. Okay. But there are things called the dry steam generators, which have a boiler and gets the temperature way up, and they can be effective. One we use actually uh, has an EPA rating and can go to uh, disinfect within five to seven seconds. Okay. Got it. So there are a number of things you can do to protect your home. Um, again, don't panic. That's the biggest thing here. This isn't Ebola. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not. It is something we are going to get through. And a lot of what we're talking about here, by the way, is also good for preventing flu. Oh, of this course. This is, you know, it's, it's good home hygiene. Right, keeping everything clean. And clean doesn't mean just clean. You've gone to great detail. Bruce, is there any last message you want to give about the coronavirus that our audience needs to hear in closing? I, 
I think we've covered as well as we can. Put in the time most frame. Of, yeah, yes, what, most yes. of what we've got. Yes. But it is an evolving situation. And again, keep in touch with the CDC. Keep in touch. Uh, there's a wonderful Cleaning Business Today um, magazine, online magazine, has a wonderful article on the coronavirus. And you can Google Cleaning uh, Cleaning. Business today, and uh, you'll, it'll come up. And it'll come up. My friends, this has been such valuable information. We could take a week and still cover everything about the coronavirus. You, Bruce, Sarah, thank you so much for coming in and helping our audience understand more about the coronavirus and, more importantly, cleaning. Thank, thank you. you very much. You've been listening to 97.9 The Hill. My guests have been Bruce and Sarah Vance, who are the owners of Town & Country Cleaning. Bruce has is an internationally known instructor on these topics. Thank you so much for listening. Please take his advice. Be well. This is Sharon Hill. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Remember, you can find this episode and all other episodes of Today's Business on our website, chapelboro.com. Join us again next week for the next edition of Today's Business on 97.9 The Hill.